Welcome back to a Mavs Outsider Podcast with your host, Dustin. Doing a post-game pod for basically the Mavs' uh, two losses against the uh, Phoenix Suns. Uh, you know, what's funny is I'm, I'm actually starting this before the game's over, um, but the game's pretty much over. Um, there's only two minutes left, and they're down 13, so... I thought I'd go ahead and uh, do this, um, talk about the first game and say, you know, I thought about doing a pod after the first loss, but, you know, it was like, well, it's, it, they're just going to play them again. It's probably going to be another loss, and they're basically s- scheduled losses at this point. You know, it's um, the... One of those things where you just, I don't know, you know, Luca was, you know, I don't know if Luca may have played if it were a playoff game or whatever, but, uh, you know, they, Luca was held out of both of these games, so when that happens, they usually don't score a lot of points. Um, you know, Wednesday night they had 98. Uh, you know, Hardaway played okay his shooting was okay Porzingis played decent his shooting was not that great um they were strong through the first three quarters the fourth quarter is basically where it fell apart and that kind of just goes to show the difference between having Luka and not having Luka not having a closer on the floor uh is probably their biggest problem at this point you know it Brunson's not a closer. Brunson actually um, tonight has just stunk. I mean, he has stunk it. And, you know, he he's one for four on his three, seven for 19 on his twos, or seven for 19 overall. He had so many shots blocked. He kept challenging. He kept challenging the bigger players, and they just kept blocking his shot. Um... You know, they had four block shots for the game, Phoenix did. And, you know, Porzingis had actually a pretty decent game. Porzingis only took 13 shots. And I got to tell you, man, that's just not enough if he's going to be your second best player. Tim Hardaway took 21 shots. This is one of those games where Tim Hardaway shoots you out of it. You know, he's two for 10. That, that's just not going to cut it. Um, Brunson, 7 for 19. Um, Brunson and Hardaway were... Uh, Hardaway was minus 15. Brunson was a minus 12. I mean, that is... That's just... They just stunk it. And... Even, you know, they put Trey Burke in, and Trey Burke just... He just missed a lot of shots. And so... It's just, man, it, it's one of those things that it, it just goes to show this this team is still not where they need to be. Um, I know they're missing Luke. I get it. But in my opinion, if you're good enough to be in front for the first three quarters, you've got to be good enough to win the fourth. And what tells what's, shows the sign of a good team is a team that can win the fourth quarter and close a game. And... You know, this team just doesn't have that. You know, they're when Luke is on the floor, 
and play, playing well, he he can close and he's good at it. But without Luca, I mean, you're just fourth quarter is just a disaster. Um, Nilakina, who's played really well, you know, he didn't even make a shot all game. He's he made he's made some free throws. Um, it's you know rough game for him. Rough game all around. Uh, Bullock is another player that just he stunk the last couple nights. He's over five tonight on his threes. And you know they they shot thirty percent or they're shooting thirty percent. Like I said, the game's still going. There's only sixteen seconds left. Um, I don't anticipate a um, a spike in percentage, but. Uh, you know, this is just this is one of those games where it just goes to show that if you're primarily a jump shooting team and your shots aren't going in, you you just don't have a chance. And that's just what this team is. You know, they they refuse to upgrade their roster. And I know, you know, some people might think, yeah, you know, I'm getting a little upset over a little two losses in a row without Luca. But, you know, there's a lot of teams out there who aren't playing with their best players, and they're still competing, and they're still winning games. You know, Dallas plays their next two games against a team that's missing their best player, and they're competing every night. And it's like, it's just, you just watch this team, and without Luka, I mean, they'd be a lottery team. I mean, they barely broke 100 tonight. And it's just, it's frustrating to watch. You know, Willie Cauley-Stein, he actually didn't miss a shot tonight, which is pretty shocking considering the fact that he struggles to make even layups and dunks. Um, he just, he's not an NBA player. I, I, I'm convinced that you know, he's a free agent this offseason. I'm convinced that, uh, you know, Mavericks will probably let him walk. They actually, they have to open a roster spot anyway. So I, I don't foresee them making any trades this um, this season. This is the team that they're going to have for the rest of the year. Willie Colley-Stein will be the guy that's not on this team next year, and it'll be who, whoever they draft probably. Um, I'm sure they'll draft someone who can't shoot. And it can't handle the ball and can't, you know, can't make any plays. I'm sure they'll just draft the shooter. But it, it's, I mean, you've just got a team full of people who can only jump shoot the ball. And if that shot's not falling, you just, it's an L. And it's so frustrating. You know, one of the things kids said is they weren't going to rely on the three. And I think game one, they tried that. And I think Kidd discovered that after game one, that the personnel isn't there to play the way he wants to play. It's just not. The only way they can play is Luca have the ball and four guys stand on the three-point line. That's it. That's all they got. They can't do anything else. They don't have the personnel. Uh, you know, it's the reason I wanted them to sign DeMar DeRozan, you know. 
It's three, even both Bogdanoviches were available. Those would have been players who aren't just jump shooters. Now, they're not exactly the score that DeMar DeRozan is, but both Bogdanoviches would probably be the second or third best player on this team. Um, you know, I was, I would have let Hardaway walk. I'm sorry. I, I know he has games where he can score 35 and he can hit a bunch of threes. But when he's having a game like he is tonight, two for ten, he shoots you out of ball games. I mean, those are just empty possessions. He's shooting and missing, and the team's getting the ball and going the other way. Um, Dwight Powell, you, you gotta you gotta upgrade that spot. You, the best thing they should have done was trade Powell. I don't know if anybody was interested, but trade him for a second round pick. You've got to upgrade your roster. They should have signed Kelly Oubre. Not Kelly Oubre, uh, Kelly Olenek. Olenek would have been an upgrade from Powell. Uh, you know, Moses Brown should be playing over Willie Colley Stein 100% of the time. Willie Colley Stein doesn't need to be on the floor, he just doesn't. Uh, ironically enough, he actually had a good game, and I'm complaining about him. But I'm sorry, when you have one game out of 12 that are good, you're going to get ragged on. And, you know, Dorian Finney-Smith, he's his shot's coming around, which is really good, and that's I'm excited about that. You know, he had 12 points tonight. Um, his shooting is important if he's going to be the starter, especially since Bullock just can't, he can't get his shooting together. Sterling Brown, funny enough, he's struggled with his shot, but he took one shot and made it. He got a couple free throws and made those. Um, but it's just, it's it's tough, man. It's And I know people are going to say, well, they didn't have Luka. And that's just, that's always the excuse, man. And if that's, you can't put all the weight of your entire team on one person's shoulders. You've got to be able to win ball games without your best player. You just got to. And this team can't do it. They just can't. They don't have anyone who can control the ball. They can handle the ball. Um, just too many possessions where just one person touched the ball. And it was just... It, it just was... It just wasn't a good game. And the Wednesday night, first three quarters, same thing. First three quarters, good game. Fourth quarter, collapse. Tonight, first three quarters, good game. Fourth quarter, collapse. And I know people are going to argue, well, Luka's going to fix that. I just don't think he will. You know, I thought this team could have the shooting to finish third. Um, right now, I, I, I take that back. They're not finishing third. Uh I could see them finishing fifth again. I think Denver will get healthy and pass them up. Um, I think, you know, I think they probably might finish sixth. At some point, the Lakers might get it together. They probably will get it together. They're not going to play sub-500 basketball the whole season. Um, they're really struggling right now. But I, I could foresee Dallas being fifth or sixth again, you know, losing in the first round. You know, you 
The only thing they can hope for is they finish sixth, and they play Utah, who's sitting at three right now, because Utah just cannot. Utah has no success in the playoffs, and that's a, a series you can steal. But I mean, this is just a one and done team. That's what it is, and this is our roster for next year too, man. This is it. You know, they they've got the the three free agents. Um, you know, Burke has a player option. He's definitely picking that up because he doesn't pick that up. Someone, no one's going to sign him. He knows that. And I foresee them re-signing Brunson and Dorian Finney-Smith. And so that's 14. And then you got to have a spot for your draft pick. So this is the team. Um, and you just, the only thing we can hope for is Luka comes back and they somehow can beat the Clippers twice in a row. Um, the Clippers aren't great. Um, they're, they lost to New Orleans of all teams tonight. New Orleans is a bad basketball team, and uh, the Clippers lost to them. So, uh, you know, hopefully that's something. You know, they play the Wizards. The Wizards have been struggling the last few nights. They've lost two in a row. Uh, they play Cleveland. Cleveland's got some injuries. They've been struggling. So this is set up for Dallas to win some games. They just need Luka out there playing. And that's that's all it boils down to. And if they can't get that, you know, if he's going to continue to sit, I mean, we're just going to continue to watch the losses pile up. Because this, this team is just not a good team. Um. It would be nice to see, uh, you know, when January rolls around, it'd be nice to see this uh, the Mavs get active in the trade department. Um, I, I think you could put Powell in a trade for, you know, someone to upgrade your roster. Um, I, I think you could put Willie Cauley-Stein in. Uh, you know, somebody could – somebody like – Detroit, you give him a second round pick and Willie Colley Stein, maybe you could get Kelly Olenek back. Um, he's eligible to be traded, I think, on the fifteenth of December or something. There's this time limit where, you know, free agents are available to be traded. And I, I wouldn't be shocked if Olenek was traded. Um and like I said, if you could somehow do some sort of Willie Colley Stein and a second round pick, I I would do it. Um but I just I, I don't foresee this this team, I don't see the management of this team making any moves. I really don't. The only thing I could see is uh, maybe trading Burke for cash or something. Or Burke in a second round to Oklahoma for nothing to open a roster spot um, if Dragic gets bought out. Um, I don't know how much Dragic will help this team. I don't. Um, I'm not sure why it is he's not playing for Toronto right now. I think Toronto is hoping to maybe trade for Ben Simmons. That was kind of one of the rumors. Another rumor was, uh, oh, I don't remember the team, but, you know, there were, there were some teams out there that, you know, they had rumored to trade for Ben Simmons, and I think Toronto was one of them, and, to make any kind of trade like that, I think you're going to need Dragic's contract. And so I could foresee 
Dragic getting traded, and if he doesn't get traded, if Ben Simmons gets traded to somebody else and Toronto doesn't end up with him, I think by January, in January, he'll get released. He'll get bought out. And, you know, maybe Dallas can get him. He, he's an upgrade of, from Burke, obviously. So he's somebody that can help your team. But, I mean, he's not helping you win a first-round playoff series. He's not. Um, you you, you got to make some drastic moves like the Mavs used to. And it's – I just don't foresee that happening. I, I foresee just, you know – the only way this team gets better is they just start making their shots and relying on jump shots just isn't something that you want to do. So, um, other teams around the league, uh, Oklahoma, even though they lost tonight to Milwaukee, uh, you know, Milwaukee's actually kind of starting to put it together. They're getting players back. They're getting Middleton back. Uh, I think they're going to get Lopez back. Milwaukee, I, I figure, will go on some sort of 10-game win streak and move up in the standings. Um, but Oklahoma City right now, funny enough, is sitting in that 10 spot. I tell you, that that's one team that plays so hard. Um, you know, they... I know they are got a 1,000 first-round picks, Um Man, when you're picking fifth or sixth every time, you're not going to get that star player you want unless it's a, a deep draft. Uh, you know, I, I know they hope Giddy can be that kind of star player, and he seems to be pretty good, um, especially with he's got good size along with uh, Gilgis Alexander. Like that's a that's a really good backcourt. They just need a lot of a lot more work. Um, they do got a lot of first round picks. I, I, you know, they really should start using those picks. Yeah, they really missed out on, they should have drafted that Shingun, the Turkish guy. Instead, they traded that pick to Houston for another dang draft pick, future draft pick, which makes no sense. Because you, you're, they're getting to the point where their picks are going to be in like the 20, and you just, you're just not going to build a team with a bunch of picks from the 20s and 30s, and that's just, that's, you know, it's just not going to work. So, but it would be interesting to see Oklahoma City get that spot, especially, you know, the way Minnesota, you know, they've won two in a row. They lost a bunch in a row, and now they've won two in a row. I, you know, I could foresee them kind of starting over. Um, it wouldn't shock me if they traded Carl Anthony Towns. Um, a few years ago, people had a Towns for Porzingis sort of deal. And, you know, I, I think I think it would help both teams because it would, it would solve a lot of problems Dallas has. Um, one problem is they wouldn't have to start Powell, you know, you have a guy who can play at the low post. He can shoot from the outside. He can rebound. He's not a great defender, but neither is Powell. You know, uh, you could play a you know someone like Bullock at power forward and get away with it. Obviously, you could put Maxi out there and really have a quality team. And I just 
I, I don't foresee that happening, but I could see Carl Anthony Towns get traded. Um, I, I don't know if it will happen this year, but, you know, I, I, I just don't know how much Dallas is sold on Porzingis. Um, having Porzingis really makes... It, it makes it tough for you to put out a good lineup because you you have to play a big next to Porzingis and you have to play the right big next to Porzingis and Dallas doesn't really have that and Dallas I, I don't know if they're interested in getting that but I, I think if you were to get Carl Anthony Towns next to Luca I think that's just a different dynamic. And you can, I, I just think that opens up a lot of possibilities. Um, I think it'd be a great trade for both teams. Uh, it would give Porzingis another fresh start. And I, I just, at some point, you're going to have to blow this team up, man. You just can't keep together a fifth seed and just expect them to all of a sudden be better. I mean, they are who they are. You know, the only two players who have any opportunity in getting better are Luka and Brunson. Everybody else has been in this league long enough to be who they are. You know, Tim Hardaway's not all of a sudden getting better. He is who he is. You know, Dorian Finney-Smith, Dwight Powell, even Porzingis, they are who they are. They're not all of a sudden going to improve. They're not all of a sudden going to get better. You know, J uh, Josh Green could get better, but he's really got to work on that jump shot. Um, I, just, I, I just think you got to blow this Mavs team up. And I, I know people are like, I'm overreacting to two games, and I get it. You know, maybe I am. You know, they still have a winning record. But at the end of the day, I just don't see this team being higher than a fifth seed. They're just not. They rely on the jump shot way too much. And you just saw it tonight. You know, Brunson was the only person taking it to the rim, and he got a shot blocked every time. Um, Tim Hardaway just launches shots. And if he's not hitting, that's it. Just call it, you know. Two for ten's not going to do it. And I, I have no idea what Jason Kidd sees like I don't know what he's watching when he's playing these lineups playing these guys like what is he seeing what numbers does he have that says you know some of these players are good like what numbers does he have that says oh Willie Collie Stein's a quality player I don't know what it is it's very frustrating um like I said I just, I just think they tonight is just a prime example of why they've They've got to blow the team up, man. Just blow it up, <coughs> because you you're just you're you're the same team you were two years ago. You're not better. Everybody else is better, and it's just it's how it is. So I know this is kind of a a downer pod. And I don't mean to be negative, and but it's just it's very frustrating to see just very frustrating team to watch and and I get it you know they could put they could 
put a bunch of wins together. Luka come back. They get hot, put a bunch of wins together, and that'll be great. And everybody will be positive. Everybody will say, oh, you spoke too soon, whatever. I get it. But, man, call me when April comes around. And this team's sitting at the number five, and they're playing Phoenix, and or they're playing Denver, and they're just getting knocked out of the playoffs. And because they're not good enough, they don't have they don't have the roster. They just don't. And it's not anything I'm just like guessing. It's like we've seen this roster. We know what we know what their abilities are. And. Their abilities are is they can only go as far as Luca can take them, and if Luca's carrying the team for three quarters, he's not there for the fourth because he's carried him for the first three, and they don't have enough to carry him, you know, through a first round series, and that's just hopefully you know it's an entertaining season and something to give the fans. Uh, something to cheer about. I did think it was funny. They're re- you know they're retiring Dirk's number against Golden State, of all teams. They they could have picked a better opponent because, I mean, this is gonna be a night that Dallas gets blown out by thirty, and, you know, I'm sure everybody be pumped up for. Dirk's retirement, but, goodness gracious, they're gonna get blasted. At least do it a, at least do it on a night where you play like New Orleans or something. I just, or Houston, man, Golden State, Golden State's probably going to win the title this year. Um, Golden State's got this uh, interesting team of, you know, they got their star and Steph, you know, Draymond is playing good basketball, but Andrew Wiggins is playing good basketball. Um, They got these group of young players that are allowed to play and develop at the same time. Funny. I, I I guess that's a weird concept for Dallas. I don't know. And they're contributing at the same time. They're kind of developing like Kaminga. And, you know, they're only going to get better because Clay's going to come back. It's going to take Clay a couple months to, you know, get back in the swing of things. But... Like I said, I, I could see this team going on a 20-game win streak in March. Or the, the Golden State team. And I, I just don't know who's better than them. Um, at some point, I think Wiseman's going to come back. I don't know what Wiseman's going to give them. Wiseman's not played very much basketball in the last two, three years. He's just not played a lot of basketball. I know people are excited about him coming back and playing. But he's got to play basketball. Uh, he only played a handful of games last year. His only year in college, he only played like two games. And I know people are excited about him at some point coming back, but I, I just I don't know how much you can expect out of him. Clay's the one that is going to be the difference maker for this for the for this team. And you know, Bielitsa and Porter, two guys Dallas could have had to upgrade their roster. He just passed on them, didn't need them. I mean, they're just they're contributing, and Golden State's just put a really good team together. And I I just don't know who's better than they are right now. Um, Brooklyn has put together a bunch of wins. Um, now Brooklyn did lose to 
Golden State a few nights back, and it it was funny because that Stephen A. Smith, who's on ESPN, came out and said KD has no help. And it's like, uh, you know, he's got an MVP on his team, right? And James Harden, what do you mean he's got no help? Heck, give Dallas, give Luca an MVP for a teammate, and let's see what happens. Don't give me that KD needs help garbage. Take that garbage and shove it, man. What a, what a terrible opinion, man, to have. Like, what a terrible opinion to have with a straight face. It's just comical. But that's ESPN for you. I don't watch it. I just happened to see it because people were laughing at it. Um, but, yeah, Golden State's probably going to win the finals. I, I just don't know who's better than they are. I, I don't know a team who can score with them. And I don't know a team who can put together so many just different lineups to just... I mean, they can go big, small, it doesn't matter. And they can just get you in every way. They got Steph still. Clay's going to go out there. And like I said, Clay's going to take a couple months. But like I said, by the time playoffs roll around, Clay will be just fine. And, you know, he's never really relied on, like, athleticism. That's not the kind of player he is. So I don't think his injury is going to hamper him too much. As long as he can still shoot the ball, that's what's important. So that should be interesting to see um, when the time comes. But uh, I guess I'm going to go ahead and end it there. Uh, Like I was saying, the Mavs' next game is on Sunday. Um, I do believe it's a – it's – 2.30 our time against the Clippers. Um, 2.30 is a a, uh, good time to have, I guess, for in other countries, they can see Luka play. So it's I'm excited about that. I like early games. Um, Heck, I, I might even be able to sneak in a pod after that game ends. We'll see. But they play Sunday against the Clippers, and then uh, they play again on Tuesday against the Clippers again. But that is the you know West Coast nine thirty start for me. Um, Tuesday evening, I don't think I work Wednesday, so I can actually stay up for that, and it's not a problem. So um, we have holiday here in America. For those of the people who are listening out of the country, you know we have a holiday week next week, and I took Wednesday off, so I'll be able to stay up and watch this. But they play the Clippers, and then the Clippers, and then they come back, and they play. Um, I do think they play... They don't play again till seems like they have a a they play Tuesday and then they don't play again until Saturday which is kind of a nice break and they play Washington who like I said they've been struggling so it's a winnable game um, hopefully everybody will be back hopefully Maxi will be back by then um, if Maxi doesn't play against the Clippers I mean that's it gives him one more week to be ready for Saturday so um hopefully hopefully that can happen but uh like i said i'm gonna go ahead and end it there um 
If you'd like to follow me on Twitter, you can at the Mavs Outsider. And if you could rate and review the podcast, whatever it is you get your podcasts. And until next time, we'll see you later.